Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs>
to me, it sounds like this was a rush decision and this wasn't yeah. a whole lot of time taken in this decision to get married. Um, I mean, just from the outside, from, from the outside looking in, that's just what it seems like to me because it seems like you don't know him. Yeah. To, to uh, unpack a couple of things, one, I mean, I know we had this, this conversation before in the past as far as the living with someone before you're married. And I know we didn't see eye to eye, you and I particularly, Harold. I think Aaron was, remember correctly, um, in terms of why I believe that it is important to live with somebody before you get married. Because um, you're right. I mean, it's a big change. Like when you're used to things being one way and operating this way, and then another person's used to things being another way, now you have to combine that. And it's like, you know, oh, boom. All right, here you go. And the thing is also like now to, um, in today's time, everyone's, you know, so quick to always, I believe, look at the divorce option. I mean, a lot of a lot of times because I think, um, you know, women are definitely more empowered in society today. And, you know, men already um, I think it's like in a lot of guys DNA to kind of have a, a short attention span. That doesn't mean it's not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but it's like so much going on. It's, it's just always easy for people to be like, you know, hey, that's the end of it. But marriage is hard. Like it's not easy. It's going to be bumps in the road. And that's whether you're a, a year in or 20 years in. It's, it's you know, it's going to be ups and downs. Now, in terms of when you say how long have they been together? Um, I don't, you know, that is a good question. But at the same token, um, him saying that it should be all right to talk to women because they don't live in the area, I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yes, man. It's, this is ridiculous, man. I, mean, I think we all could agree to that. Um, but, you know, in terms of, like, some of her issues, like, that she needs to be worked out, I'm sure it's things there as well. Um Definitely, you know, we've had the, uh, the conversation about, you know, the weight gain in the past as well in terms of women. I mean, as men, we we are visual and, you know, a lot of guys that is going to affect some way now to the degree and also the amount of weight you're talking about, like all that varies. But she definitely needs to, um, you know, kind of try to. Uh, you know, look at that aspect, but it might not be that. It could be other things. I mean, they probably should definitely seek uh, counseling if she if she wants to make it work, and maybe mm -hmm. that's the only way that they could communicate. So that probably mm -hmm. be the first step, and it's early enough to where if they were to start counseling now, it might be able to salvage yeah. where she right. is headed. Yeah, I, I agree with that. D, huh? Oh. This is clearly, I just felt like this was rushed. And I and I also felt as though you didn't get to somewhat know the person on a, just beyond the surface level before marrying that person. Let me, yeah. let me ask y'all both a question real quick yeah. before you continue. When y'all say it's rushed, um, like, what do you mean by that? Because she didn't see that uh, he was texting or... Uh, DMing women or what what no, makes not, you all not, say not that it's right? I mean people people can hide that on their phone easily. It doesn't matter whether you're you could be with someone, you could be underneath the same roof as that person, and you can hide that from that individual. Mm -hmm. But who he was, talking about he's a he was effeminate, 
and he's like kind of immature and all this, that, and the third. I just feel like those things would have been apparent pretty quickly. Like that, that doesn't just manifest itself as soon as you get married. Not yeah. those type of traits. Like someone that's immature, is that what she used? Immature or childish? Yeah, childish. Same, same thing. thing. Yeah. You, you you don't go from mature to childish. It just it just someone that's childish stays childish. Yes, but I wanted to do hood stuff for my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like it, but it sounded like she used that specifically because he was still talking to other females. You know how some women right? Like, I see what you're saying. Do, so if that hey, that that's the case, yeah, yeah, he didn't want to listen so, to her saying that's a problem. So I, I would also add too that it seems like there's an imbalance of the expectations that she has because she she notes that he's 30 years old and he's still doing these type of behaviors. But that's uh, not too old for that. That's the thing. I, I just <laughs> I don't know. I just maybe I'm thinking wrong because I just feel like at 30 years old, at the temptation end of the disappears at 30. Yeah, exactly. Know? It doesn't just go yeah, away. <laughs> The cardinal mind stays there forever, man. I just <laughs> I just don't see how him being in his 30s all of a sudden, oh, I'm not going to look at that type of stuff. I'm not going to do those type of things anymore. No, it should happen when he gets married, not because of his age. So she said that he lived at home with his mother prior to them getting married. So did what I. she feels is the reason that he... <laughs> what? So did like, I. So I what? Guess. That don't mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that's all, you know, based on the individual. It doesn't really... You know, speak. No, but she wasn't. But she wasn't thirty though, D. When you was living at, you know what I'm saying? Like that's it. Like I mean, not, it's, no, like, it's, it's still, it's still on the individual though, right? So, like it don't really, you know, just because can't do it. Uh, you know, but, because but, everybody but, has different reasons for that. You can't just assume nah. that. You know what I mean? Like as to why that's, you know, that was the case. Like, um, so like I said, that's just based on. Uh, individual to individual, like it just because but, but you. Still, but I, I don't think it, it. It's not a. It's not an indicator of, like it can't. It, it doesn't necessarily in every case indicate a certain thing, but it can. You know what I'm saying? I, I, maybe maybe in this situation, the Bama living at home, the fact that you know he still has some immature ways, according to her, like there probably could be factors together that he's not independent necessarily, and that. You know, he's still out here. But is that because I just don't maybe? But what does him being still out here have to do with whether he live at home with his mom or not? Because I'm like, a, I, I, I just think it just depends upon what was going on because when he was at home. So if his mother, that's what I'm saying. Laundry, cooking the dinners. You, that's you know, what I'm saying. For the guy, doing everything for or, him. That's one thing. Or, you can still do that without living with the with the child. You that, can still do all that's those true. Things. That's true. But also, just the environment that I just think that if you're 30 years old. And you at home, you, you could probably get into the mode where you just think everything is okay, okay. and whatever you want to so do, you just want to do. So she didn't see those traits before they got married. Then, if he was, the, if the, if that was the case, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, she she might have had on blinders, dog. And, that's what and, I'm trying and, to say. Like, and like I say, like you all don't want to mention it. It's it's a different beast when you live with somebody versus oh, when for you sure. Don't. Yeah, because you like can't get away a, from that person. You can't get you away. You can't it's, get away. That it is what it is. Right. Like, I got to look at you. Right. And depending upon, like, you know, the level of or the size of your house, like, y'all might got to be right there in the same room. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you so might not be able to slide off downstairs in the man cave or upstairs or whatever the case may be. Right. So, so it's interesting because she said, I recently found his Twitter account requesting a lady to private message him. When I confronted him about this, 
he said that there is nothing wrong with talking to girls <laughs> who don't live nearby. So, and and he said that she was overreacting, and that that's kind of like I. Don't, he act like he's traveling by horse. Like, just because they live far away, you can't get yeah. by. Yeah, that, that, that's hilarious to me. That like, he on that foot. Like, right. yeah. He said by horse off his Game of Thrones. And that's going to take him a month to get there. Right. Like, he <laughs> read California. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I mean, that's just the... Uh, that is alarming. But the fact that he's not really, like... He didn't, like, apologize. It didn't say that he tried to hide it or anything. It's just saying that she saw it as Joe, and he was just like, look, man, you tripping. This stuff is supposed <laughs> to discuss beforehand. That's man. what I'm yeah, saying. Nah, I was going to say it, it, would, it would seem like there was some issue or something that came up or that you asked these questions prior to, you know, marrying them. You know what I mean? And, uh, and when he proposed not just being so geeky to be like, yes, you know, to and, and, and just keeping it funky. Like I, I mean, I don't know. You know, we got some things to work out. So, like, like y'all say, maybe these are questions that weren't asked. And a lot of times, women will have this goal of being married, and they'll put up with certain stuff to get married. That's what I'm right. saying. They're so looking forward to the wedding and everything. You know how that goes. And then once they get to that point, then it's like, okay, now, no, it's a, it's no okay now. Like this is a situation you signed up for. That's the yeah. thing. And they think when marriage happens, it's all going to be peaches and cream. That's the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, like, and, bro, yeah. it doesn't work that way. This is like a mountain climb, bro. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth. So it's going to be lumps and bumps. <laughs> and this is just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and people don't realize that. But see... Go ahead. No, nah, I was just going to say, I mean, it goes back to, like, you know, what I was saying in terms of... I just think nowadays, like, people don't even take marriage as serious as no, it seemed like sure. it once was. It's like, I could for just sure. get out of this nah, if, you know, if things go south and I and, right. and it ain't going to be no work I'm not going to try to put in or anything like that. And so, like, that's the thing that's, you know, I that's kind of alarming that people don't take it more seriously. Right. I would suggest that she, both of them, need to go to marriage counseling. Definitely. They need to do that now. I mean, because... Hey, you're in, you're already six months in and then this is already like this. I mean, that's really fast to just get married and you're already feeling like, ah, what, what should I do? Go to marriage counseling, seek professional help because they're going to bring up situations and questions and stuff that you guys are just not going to think of. And so it, it will help you possibly grow and, and, and be able to, you know, kind of work this thing out. Um, right. If y'all both want it, that's the thing. Because if you want it, he doesn't. That's that's one thing. To add on to what you're saying, D, I, I heard something the other day where they were saying the first question. Um, the, this guy was an actual, you know, therapist or wedding counselor. He was saying the first question that's asked is like, "What is you all's end goal for you know coming to see me or whatever?" So it's what you're saying is like they might go in there and you know it might be you might get two different responses. Right. And that's what you need, though, so you can kind of work through those things with someone that's kind of like impartial to the situation. And 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 so I would say do that and then you kind of work from there. But it, I'm going to tell you something right now, too, about people that get married. And this may sound very insensitive and I'm sorry. No, I'm not. People get married and they tend to be like, ah, I got him and her, him or her. And then I'm just going to let myself go. I can do eat what I want, do people hey look you married you married somebody a certain way now granted you have kids and things can happen where it can change that but to just let 
go of the steering wheel just because. Like, that's another issue. And that could be an issue with him. He may not tell you because it could be an argument over that. You know what I'm saying? That could be a very sensitive subject. I'm just being honest. It, nah, you're right. It's a very sensitive subject across the, the, the states, <laughs> you know what I mean, in marriage. And sometimes when people write these questions in where the other person can't defend themselves, and you want to list all these negative things about the person and you never add, like, what do you contribute to the negativity? Sometimes that just throws me off. And it's just like, it can't, I mean, it can at times, but usually it's not just one person contributing to why something Taste to the tango, dog. Taste to the tango every time. I mean, I think that's good advice. I, you know, if you're listening, I, I would advise get you third party counseling to kind of talk through, figure out what it is you want. Uh, it's early in the game. So, you know, all is not lost. Um, so there is hope around the corner. But you, you, you I mean, you got to be transparent. And I just don't know. I mean, it's going to be up to what level of commitment you guys want to want to put into this because marriage is hard. It's not, you know, easy. Yeah. So. Some some semi-breaking news, and the Redskins have have claimed Ruben Foster off of waivers. What, bro? What are you talking about, man? There's a statement that's been put out by Doug Williams, which I don't tend to. I don't think Doug Williams wrote this, but uh, it says today we have claimed the rights to a linebacker Ruben Foster. The Redskins fully understand the severity of the recent allegations made against Ruben, if true. You can be sure these allegations are nothing our organization would ever condone. Let me be clear. Ruben will have to go through numerous steps, including a full legal process and an investigation and potential discipline from the NFL, as well as meetings with counselors associated with the team before he will have the opportunity to wear the burgundy and gold. That being said, we decided to investigate the situation with Ruben further by claiming his rights after candid conversations with a number of his ex-Alabama teammates and current Redskins players who were overwhelmingly supportive of us taking this chance. Nothing is promised to Ruben, but we are hopeful uh, being around so many of his former teammates and friends will eventually provide him with the best possible environment to succeed both personally and professionally. Senior Vice President of Player Personnel, Doug Williams. So I guess they're they're assuming because he has, I mean, y'all guys are building pretty much out the Alabama college, college team on that roster. And because he played with Allen, he played with Payne, maybe that would give him like a support staff to maybe help him do better possibly is that what they're is that what that was saying possibly you know what i'm saying that's what that, that's what it like, sound like I we got it. your boys here you come rock with us they gonna look out for you but hold on but 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 did but did they talk to any of the youngins though Like that's what there you go. like did they, you know what I'm saying? Like there you go. Like, that's, that's what that's what the question I hear that's you. what exactly. people want to know. Right. That's right. You already know. No, this is just not a good this is not a good and and, and you know, as much as I know that Doug Williams wants to win and wants to create an environment of winning around his organization, this Hold just on. reeks. Hold on. They don't attach his name to the draft. They don't attach his name to free agency. They don't attach his name to anything, but all of a sudden his name is attached to this statement. We all know he didn't write. That's right. You already know. <laughs> I mean, we Stop. all know why that is. Like, <laughs> we do. So, like, they think people are stupid. 
But people are stupid, especially Redskins fans. But come on now, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. I don't know. That's compounded man. by the fact that they just signed Sanchez. So we find with women who, with dudes who beat up their women multiple times, we're fine with all of that, as long as you don't kneel. So you mean to tell me this is not a distraction? Oh, That's the reason nobody wanted to sign Cap, right? It's a distraction. Oh, it's conversation about something outside of football, right? That's the issue, right? If I'm tripping, hey, let yeah. me know. Nah, man. Yo, you're not tripping, you know though. It is. You yeah, said yeah. that. Hey, yeah, bro, all no. facts. Hey, look, man, I'm about to invite you to speak in my church next week, dog, and just stand up there on the podium. Yeah. Dog, because, young, you, you preaching, dog. I mean, that's all facts. And and I don't think anybody, you know, is really going to talk about that uh, or highlight that, especially not in mainstream media. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, it's, it's glaring. And, it, and it's so apparent that they're okay with signing Ruben Foster. I mean, this dude has had multiple issues concerning uh, domestic violence. Um, you know, he had the issue at the combine when he flexed on it, on a, I guess on a staff member that was trying to tell him he had to take a seat and wait his turn. Um, and you, and you think that bringing him around some of his former teammates is going to be enough to, to stop that? Nah, dog. It's not even that, dog. What? Why does he deserve this opportunity? Is the question. He doesn't. Cause the, he doesn't. It's not. It's not like he was out there lighting it up for the 49ers right. to be like, yo. I mean, hey, let's let's give him another chance. Like he yeah, couldn't he even get on the field to do that. Going <laughs> forward, like, what has he done to deserve it? Right. The opportunity. It just, though. It just none, nothing. Of what goes on over there ever makes sense, and none of it ever matches up with the stuff that they say. Yeah, they, they, this is definitely uh, alarming. Uh, who's calling the shots over there in Ashburn? Who, who? If it's not, do you think this is Doug Williams' move to try to make this happen, or, or do you we, think we've all heard him talk? What we know is he didn't write the statement. So you we can know take that. On that whatever you will. I so essentially, if I'm if I'm reading through the lines, that this is a decision that the organization, the higher-ups decided on and said, if it goes south, it's on you, Doug. You on your own, JoJo. And Jay Gruden came out and said that Ruben Foster was his second favorite player in the draft behind John Allen. So I'm pretty sure he saw the move. He saw, he knows his job is on the line. He knows Mason Foster looked like he running in the sand every play. And he looking at an opportunity to try to improve the team. <laughs> Oh man, though it's yeah, it's 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 bad in Washington right now, though. This is not. I I just yeah. You I I, I agree with with everything you said. This is not a move that the Redskins should be making. Uh, you know, it, it, we don't even know what it's going to take in order for him to see the field. So the NFL has has come out and placed Ruben Foster on the commissioners. It, Commissioner's exempt list. Uh, so they, they made a decision uh, after the Redskins claimed Foster, um, a player who's placed on the exempt list may not practice or attend games, but with club permission, he may be present at the facility or a reasonable basis for meetings. 
individual workouts, therapy, and rehabilitation, and other permitted non-football activities. Uh, Foster will remain on the commissioner's exempt list until the NFL has reviewed this matter, and the Redskins claim they won't play him until the legal process has played out in his domestic violence case. Cannot coach with him. To, to, to take on all this extra stuff for a dude who may never see the field, I just think it is desperate and foolish. Uh, we're joined now by Amy Lawrence, uh, radio host of CBS. She's on the after hours, early mornings, Monday through Friday, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, it's good to have you on. How, how's it going? Good. It's going very well. Thank you. I just finished writing my weekly football column, which means that my football weekend is officially over. <laughs> it doesn't end <laughs> until that that column is written and edited and posted. But now I can finally breathe a sigh and take a couple days without having to freak out over football, which is what happens this time of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it only revs up from here. So, I mean... <laughs> It's just going to get more and more intense as it comes down to the playoffs. So you got your work cut out for you, for sure. Oh, um, yes, we all do. And fans, too. It sucks you in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, since, we, since we have you on, uh, just for the listeners who aren't familiar with you, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself and, how you know, how you got into sports radio. Well, my name is Amy Lawrence, and I'm the host of After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio, which is our national network that is based in Manhattan, though airs on 300 affiliates around the country, as well as SiriusXM and Radio.com and other apps and online. And it's been really cool to build a show over the course of the last four years, almost four years, in the current time slot. As you said, it's 2 to 6 Eastern. Uh, but, you know, of course, different time zones around the country. Uh, and it's it's been a lot of fun to get to know the listeners that tune in on a nightly basis and to watch the excitement ebb and flow and, and to see some of the incredible storylines we've had in sports over the last four years. Uh, I think... We're really blessed to work in this business, anybody who does, because there's no shortage of excitement or topics or drama. Uh, As for my background, I spent eight years at ESPN Radio uh, before I made the jump to CBS. And prior to that, I worked in markets like Providence, Rhode Island and Oklahoma City and upstate New England, upstate New Hampshire and Vermont. Uh, I actually grew up in Concord, New Hampshire, and that's where I first fell in love with sports and decided that I was going to be uh, someone who talked about sports for a living. So I, I grew up in New Hampshire, and we were way out in the boonies where we didn't have cable TV, right. at least when yeah, I was no. growing up. <laughs> and so the only way that I could follow my beloved Celtics and my favorite all-time athlete, Larry Bird, was to listen on the radio. So at night, I would listen to games with the fabled Johnny Most and Glenn Ordway on Boston Celtics Radio. And I fell in love with the idea of being able to describe something in such an incredible way that the fans who were listening didn't feel like they were missing anything simply because they couldn't see it with their own two eyes. And I started telling all of my friends and my family that I was going to be the first female Johnny Most. I was going to be the first female (laughs) NBA play-by-play announcer. Uh, And that is still 
still the dream. That's still the ultimate goal. I don't know that I ever thought I would be a talk show host, and certainly not at the network level. Uh, but I have a gift for Gab, and I have a unique view. I think something that's needed in our sports broadcasting world, oh, where there sure. are very few women, and uh, it's it's something that I've worked really hard at, and it's, it's brought me to this point now where I can pay the bills and I can work toward that NBA dream. <laughs> Show me the money. And, and you're exceptional at it. You know, I, I enjoy your show. I listen. You know, the, the times when I'm up and the, and the street lights are still blinking outside, I'm tuning in uh, and listening <laughs> to your show. And I, I appreciate what you do. Uh, I know that you're like familiar with all the markets, of course, the, the major markets in sports. And here in D.C., we have the Wizards. It's, it's a love-hate yeah. relationship, of course. But the <laughs> Wizards last night pulled off a stunner um, and beat the Houston Rockets with James Harden scoring 54. And they moved to 8-12 and 12 on the season, and which is respectable. They're trying to climb up out of the doghouse. Um, is, this a, is this a new leaf that the Wizards are turning over, or...? Is this just fool's gold or, you know, what are, what are Well, we... I think it's too early to tell because, as you pointed out, Harold, we're only 20 games into the season for the Wizards. Certainly, it's fantastic that their last two games have both been wins over the Rockets and the Pelicans. And, of course, coming up on Wednesday night, they'll have to play the Pelicans on the road in New Orleans. But those are huge wins, and they've won three of their last four. But it's been on again, off again. It's been good. It's been bad. It's been yeah. one step forward. It's been maybe two steps back. And the start to the season, obviously, was really painful. I know it was difficult. They had a tough West Coast road trip right out of the gate. Um, and so that was, that was kind of a punch to the gut for the Wizards. Uh, but I think the jury's still out. Uh, if they don't do any better than what they've done over the last, what, 10 years, oh um, maybe it's time for a change. <laughs> they've made it to the postseason eight times in the past 15 years, but they've never gotten past the second round, which you know well. And over yeah. the course of these last 15 years, they also have an overall losing record. They've got some incredible superstars. I mean, John Wall and Bradley Beal are one of the best backcourts in the NBA, uh, but they don't have enough depth. They don't have enough people around them. And maybe this year is is the one in which they decide. Either they stick with what they've got and they continue with this core, or maybe they start fresh and they try to figure out a new direction because it's not working. I hope they blow it up. I hope they, I just, I, <laughs> it's just been so disheartening being a fan, watching sure. the team go up and down, stay mediocre, just have, have all of this talent and then it just not, produced to the level of expectations that you know us as the fans you know people who watch have so sure. I, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with, with, with that team but well, I don't think that anybody knows yet I mean uh, yeah. the, Ernie Grenfeld who is the architect of this team and has had a long uh, a long track record in that front office and certainly a long track record in the NBA he signed through the end of this season right uh. so he's got Another, he's got another few months. Maybe they can make some moves at the trade deadline. This is a team that, as you mentioned, they, they're mired in mediocrity. They hit that glass ceiling over and over and over again, and they're not alone. Think about the Toronto Raptors, though at least Toronto last year had more wins than it's ever had before, and in addition to that was the top seed. They've gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's been some tough losses. There have, certainly you can look at the recent, the recent uh, run in the Eastern Conference and recognize that with LeBron James there, 
everybody else was competing for second place. And the Celtics have been better. And now the Raptors are getting better. So it's not all entirely the fault of the Wizards or the front office. The problem is they haven't been able to bust through that glass ceiling. And that may mean it's time for a drastic change. Yeah. Seems like a brick wall. So that's everybody's <laughs> so you're saying that's everybody's fault then. That's everybody's fault. Coaching. Yeah, sure, it's everybody, but it's also a product of the era and the conference in which they play, right? It's, it's not just them. No sports team operates in a vacuum. I mean, think about how good the Green Bay Packers could be. They've got one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the game, and yet they continue it's a similar kind of a thing where they're up and then they're down, and they're up and then they're down. But it's also a product of the other teams that are in the NFL and who's good and who they're competing against. I mean, you could, you could say the same thing that I just said about the Cavs, about the Patriots. Uh, the fact is, they've been so good for so long that every other team has to go through them to get where they want to go, and it's been an almost impenetrable brick wall, as you point out. Yeah, so I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, with football, we have the Washington Redskins here. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if you know, they they claim Ruben Foster off waivers. That's just like breaking I did, news. I did hear that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not too thrilled about that. But is this the beginning of the end for the for, for Washington? I mean, they they have caught. The they lost the Alex. end of the franchise. <laughs> this, se- <laughs> this season. Oh, yeah. I mean, the loss to the Cowboys was 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 bad. You know, I'm, I'm eating my turkey and I'm watching it and I'm Aww. just closing my eyes and I go downstairs and I hear like, oh, and I come upstairs to find out the Dallas Cowboys have scored again. So I, I just, oh my God. do you see them being able to right the ship this season or oh, is this just, gosh. has the tables just turned completely over on them? Well, here's the deal. If they are going to right the ship, as you say, and if they are going to win the NFC East, the division in which they have been the leader for most of the season, they do have opportunities. They still have to play the Eagles twice. They still have to play the Giants again. Plus, you put the Titans and the Jaguars in there, and while both of those games are on the road, they're both teams that right now have losing records. The Jaguars specifically, they've won or they've lost seven in a row. So there is an opportunity here because every team on the Reds schedule the rest of the way has a losing record every single one of them and so there is an opportunity for them to be able to put together a modest win streak maybe get to double figure uh, wins and potentially get to the postseason either as a division winner or as a wild card right so everything they want is still in front of them I will say the injuries to the offensive line have been devastating because the success for the Redskins is built on running the ball and stopping the run, running the ball and stopping the run. They're, they do not have a quarterback or in either Alex Smith or Colt McCoy who is going to do the chuck and duck thing like Pat Mahomes and Jared Goff or even Drew Brees. That's not their game, but they're physical and they're tough and they were built to run the ball. And I know the injuries to Chris Thompson, that's been hard, but Adrian Peterson has played extremely well. He's exceeded expectations. So run the ball and then stop the run. And they've done both of those things well in the games that they've won. Uh, losing Alex Smith is is it's terrible. Uh, again, not because Cole McCoy can't play quarterback, but because uh, the, the offense is, has revolved around Alex this year. And because he's a veteran, he's a guy with so much experience, he's not going to dazzle you, he's not going to wow you, but he also is not going to hurt you. And so, you know, he's lower risk 
but he's also lower reward. But that's how they were winning. Um, so th- there's still a chance that they can put together a run. I think the injuries, again, on that offensive line have been bad. Um, they do have some dynamic players. I mean, the, you know, the Jordan, I love to watch Jordan Reed play. I love him. Yeah, yeah so they've, they've got guys certainly who can play, um, and and they've got you know a DJ Swearinger who has four interceptions. You know this is not a team that is devoid of talent, um, and the NFC East is still wide open. But I understand the frustration. The fact is that they have slipped backwards with these two losses to the Texans and the Cowboys. Obviously, was a was a really painful one because of mm-hmm. how it played out, and because now they're tied atop the division. You know what's crazy, Harold? I I saw this. Um, um, and, I, and I've done some research for my weekly column that I just posted, but also um, ha- talked about this on my show last night. That game between the Cowboys and Redskins that was uh, giving you indigestion on Fox <laughs> roped in an average of 30 and a half million viewers, which is actually 16% higher than the Thanksgiving game a year ago that featured Dallas. And that game was the most watched regular season NFL broadcast in two years and the highest rate show on TV in 2018 outside of the NFL playoffs from last winter. I mean, it was a ratings bonanza. And so as, yeah. as frustrating as it was for Redskins fans, there were eyeballs tuned in all over the country. To see us lose. Oh, no. That's stupid. <laughs> uh, so they, it, it may be another uh, part two come Monday night when they play the Eagles in prime time. <laughs> I'm sure the whole world is going to be watching that that game. Uh, <laughs> but if the Skins are going to win that game, what what do they need to do? Well, so this is dangerous. This is a really dangerous game because the Eagles were on their last leg or their last feather, as it were. Uh, the Eagles were down to a faintly beating pulse until they came back with a second-half rally and beat the Giants uh, this past Sunday in Week 12. So the Eagles now have some, some hope. They have some confidence. They feel like, okay, backs against the wall. We have this to play for. Um, and, and it hurts, of course, that Alex Smith is not available um, and, and that they're with a backup quarterback. Now, the thing about Colt McCoy is that he'll take more risks, um, but he, you know, he's also a guy that's going to throw more interceptions. So I think the, the key is for them to not turn the ball over, not turn the ball over. And also, I, I go back to stopping the run. Um, the, the Eagles... They're trying running back by committee right now, right? They just used undrafted rookie Josh Adams. Uh, They've used Corey Clement. This last game against the Giants, those were their top rushers. You know Carson Wentz is not going to rush the ball. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about a a Deshaun Watson here with Carson. And so if if the Redskins can make that offense for the Eagles one-dimensional, then they can force them into throwing the ball. And, And I believe the Redskins have a strong secondary. So that's key. And one more thing I I would say the Giants had success early in their game on Sunday when they were chucking the ball downfield. They threw the ball almost twice as much as they ran the ball. That's the Giants who have uh, Saquon Barkley. Right now, you you have got a really banged-up Philadelphia secondary. So if there's a way that Cole McCoy can throw the ball down the field efficiently, effectively, without turning it over, without brain farts where he's throwing to the wrong guys, oh. if he can extend the passing game, go vertical, but be – but be smart about it, then they should have some opportunities to, to score and to get downfield in, in large chunks of yardage. Yeah, I hope everything that you just said takes place. Yeah. I hope it does. <laughs> everything to a T. I hope that, that happens. 
Uh, before we let you go, this NFL season has been, you know, phenomenal as far as yes. the scoring, how, how the scoring has just been at an all-time high. Who's, who's your, your quarterback MVP? You got Breeze, Wait, got Mahomes. Only quarterback? Not not uh, everybody? Oh, oh, you have someone else outside of the well, QB. Because, because I mean, Todd Gurley has been, he's been right there in that conversation yes. uh, for weeks now. I would say this last game, uh, well, he, he got banged up, obviously, against the Chiefs, and then they, they are coming off this bye week. So we're going to see how he comes out of the bye week for the Rams. But he's obviously been a huge factor, and even though yes, Jared Goff has more than 3,500 yards. Todd Gurley is one of only two guys who's already at 1,000 yards, um, and, and he's obviously versatile, so he can hurt you both you know, in the backfield or catching passes in the flat like that. And so the, the, the guy that leads right now all running backs and touchdowns, that's Todd Gurley. Um, and so I think that if you're taking Gurley out of the equation, then I'm now leaning toward Drew Brees uh, just because of the way that he has played over the course of this 10-game win streak. Athletes and coaches tell me all the time how difficult it is to win one game in the NFL, let alone put together a streak like this. Now, I know he doesn't have nearly the interceptions as Mahomes and actually Andrew Luck. So Mahomes has 37 and Andrew Luck has 32. But Drew Brees, has 29 touchdowns, only two interceptions. Right now, he's got the top quarterback rating in the NFL. And he, he's a guy that, as you can see, as you watch the Saints play, he raises the level of everyone else around them. Ben Watson being a perfect example, right? Because not every receiver is Michael Thomas. We know Thomas is, is uh, state he's of the art, right? He's, he's among the best. But Ben Watson, he's a retread. He's been uh, injured seriously since Severely, he's an older tight end, and yet Drew Brees continues to make him relevant. And and yeah. so the, the completion percentage for Drew Brees, which is also highest in the NFL, better than 76%. Think about that. 76%. He's only been picked off twice. He's got uh, a passer rating that's through the roof that's best in the league. Even though he's got fewer touchdowns, he also has fewer mistakes. And I believe right now he has moved into the lead, at least the lead for me. He's the guy okay. for me that I say is uh, is the league MVP. Okay. <laughs> Did uh, I yeah, sell it? I, you sold it. You sold it. You sold it. Well, I, I think I think I think you can't put the, the the period on the end of it yet. I just no. You definitely I think, cannot. I think, hands I think, MVP in week twelve. I think Mahomes still may get the record this year. You can. He you might. Can put I that. mean, that's asking a lot. With five weeks to go, you're asking for him to throw. You know, to throw a ton of of uh, touchdowns. He has, so. He has the Raiders next. <laughs> yeah, he, you're right. He does. He absolutely yeah. can. Um, but I, I, it's not likely. But either way, if he yeah. does throw the record, if he does throw the record number of touchdowns, then you're right. He probably ends up as the MVP. I just think it's a travesty that Drew Brees has never won it, number one. But number two, he's 39 years old, and he is tearing up the yeah, league right now balling. at 39. Yeah, he he's is amazing. He's balling. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy. I appreciate you, you know, coming on, sharing your insight um, and just, you know, talking sports, chopping it up with us. Uh, You got any shout outs? Sure. Your Uh, your time. No. (laughs) 
Um, I don't. I, in fact, you caught me off guard. Nobody ever asked me that. Um, but you can find me on Twitter. I would love that. Okay. You can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio. I just tweeted about how I want to. I feel like a Star Wars marathon. So it's not just sports. It is uh, food. Okay. I frequently share recipes, and you know, I, I take people with me on my travels, and we talk sports, of course. But I also talk about everything else. So I would love it if people would join the conversation on Twitter. For sure, for sure. I follow you on Twitter, and you're one of my hey. favorite follows. You know, you're hey. always like engaging the people, and and I I'm just trying. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So thank you well, so good. much for I'm coming trying. on. And you're welcome. Whoop. Anytime, Harold. All right, take it easy. Amy Lawrence, ladies and gentlemen, uh, CBS Radio After Hours. Check it out. Uh, I know we, I know we said that we was gonna boycott talking about the Washington Wizards. You know? I know we said that. He lying. He's lying. He lying. Oh my gosh. But they did beat the Houston Rockets last night. Uh, one thing. And, and and I was really, I was perplexed in how I would broach this topic. What, tailgate? No! No! <laughs> 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 and, I, and, I, and I thought about talking to, bringing it up with Amy on with us. I just, I, yeah. I, I just didn't want to. Yeah, do it. Dwayne Howard. I watched the I watched the Wizards last night, and you know I like like we said we we have we said that we're gonna boycott watching the Wizards, and I, I watched. We're gonna watch no more games. I, I wasn't gonna watch, but I had to watch nah. because I wanted to see if they was gonna talk about Dwight Howard in this situation they, with him and his transgender scandal. What's the this situation? Trans transgender. Oh, okay. So so apparently. And I, I just don't want to misreport it incorrectly. Yeah. But apparently Dwight Howard had been uh, talking with or allegedly. been involved with, allegedly, with uh, a man who, who, who claimed to have had relations with Dwight Howard. The question is, is this person, are they trying to just... Is, are they just trying to go after fame and you at, at Dwight Howard's expense? Uh, apparently, his his handlers were were stalking her and 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 you know threatening this you know this person. And Dwight Howard was there's video recordings. I mean, audio recordings of him. What? Having back and forth discussions Bro, with this this about, person, man? it just it's just bad, dog. I'm out, man. I mean, like you believe that on audio recordings, and we wouldn't have already heard that. We have heard, dog. I heard the I heard the audio <laughs> recordings, dog. I'm saying we heard. Unless unless it's, that it's, joint was like first, together, but other conversations. Like, that's nah, the I mean, it's like y'all 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 do y'all do know last year this same Bama uh did this with Playboy Cardi, and the joint was unfounded. So you know, it's two of them. It's two of them. Making the accusations. I'm talking. I'm talking about the guy who's you know well, this saying, person oh, in particular. That, yeah, this person oh, okay. in particular that 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 uh you know made these uh you know tried to do this so, with uh Playboy Cardi last year so, and that dream so, was found to be uh so, unfounded. So this, so this is the only thing I have to say in relationship to that, Jeff. If that's the case, 
I would think if it was me and I know I didn't, this was unfounded, I would vehemently deny this and be like, this is, this is foolish. This is like, why would you even come up? And, and on top of that, and I would not be missing an action. Like this Batman ain't gonna no, he shoot around. Already, he was he already been, hurt. Son. He was already injured though. He was yeah, already like, no, you no, can't no, blame no. that. That's the thing. No, no, like, no, see, no, when no, we no, get no, off no. on these joints, you know, that's the thing that sometimes I don't because I mean, obviously we doing the show, but my thing is you can't bring stuff into it like that. Like, like, like D and I just said, he was already injured. So that's like, like that's it's typical for players at times when they're not injured to even not travel with the team, not be on the bench, not be a pre- like this. This at time, home, yes. Nah, Bob. That happens. Okay. I mean, so I, you know what I mean. Like my my thing is also like you know when it comes to like stories like this, like that that we all know that the lie can be more entertaining than the truth. So while you're not wrong, you know, in terms of him denying that joint, if people are gonna believe what they want to believe, whether he says uh, he didn't do it or not, and the thing about it is, um, like when a person already has a reputation that they've done something that's dishonest it kind of makes what they're saying you know you you got to question it and and that mean and they may be telling the truth but it's like once you told a lie i got to question what you're telling me because i know that you've been known to be a liar so, so that so i mean that's so, all i'll say so, about so, that. so so essentially you don't believe the story no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, uh, we don't know. Like, we, I'm not going. I'm not going to talk in a way that, like, I'm believing the story or like bringing light to this joint based upon somebody who's been proven to have done this and been found okay. to be a liar. I guess too, when you say when you say reputation, it also comes to Dwight Howard, I guess as well, because remember, like a few, remember a few a few years ago. I mean, he's had you know multiple. Iteration. Remember a few years ago when he played for the Rockets, and he was uh, uh, he was on he was hurt like he always is. He was hurt, and he was walking back to the bench during a game on live, you know, live television. It was a big. It was like on TNT or something like that. And he went over and he grabbed the dudes. Uh, uh, private parts. Oh, I'm out of here. I remember that. Before he sat down on the bench. So stuff like that, it just makes you question like, is it true? You know what I'm trying to say? And that could just be fun because in sports, guys play around like that. No, you don't play like that, though. He grabbed the man Johnson and held on to the drink, though. Yeah, I know. I know. I hear that. And I'm just saying, sometimes... <laughs> is that a game? Harold, did you, did you <laughs> hear... Were you on um, the chat that day when they were talking about the games that they used to play up at... Uh... Well, where where did they go? The um the the SDA Academy in PA, like like uh oh, oh Pine Forge. Yeah, I think you so. Know, when they were talking about know, some of them, one of I'm just saying, I'm just saying they were on they were on the chat talking about like some of the the funny business games that used to take place. That's that's that's. I you know just, I mean? I, I mean, the thing is, I don't have really have a problem. Like, if, if that's the man's lifestyle and that's how he, it's, it's a little bit. That's how I feel, though. It's just, I, to me, I mean, it's just ironic so. that this all comes out when he's playing for the Wizards. It's like he played for so many other rosters. And it's like when he comes to Washington, now that comes out. It just Amongst like, all the other turmoil that's already behind this team. It's just like. I just be, no I, I, I be, I'd be curious to how. He he would answer to questions about this. I mean, this show is 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 a whirlwind, and it's in every 
it's in a lot of publications. But they, but they didn't really talk about, about it last night. They didn't talk about it last night. No, no, not at all. It wasn't even mentioned. So, I mean, at all. I mean, it has nothing that's to do with the game that's taking yeah. place. You can't like, talk about it. Yeah, that's, that's beyond. I mean, they're covering a the basketball but, game. Like, you know what I mean? He but, out yeah, because but, of the injury. Like, that's some, that's personal. What injury? Oh, oh, man. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know. If somebody can't see the irony in that. Man, yeah. I guess, young. That joke is, like I said, it's entertaining for you, you to, to be talked about and for y'all to believe it. That sounds better than it. It's just I'm not, not saying I believe it. I'm just saying I'm just that. saying, if, if someone were to listen the way, you know, like I said, that you all are covering it, how you sound, like they would lean towards the side that, you know what well, I mean? Well, that's why we have you, truth. Jeff, to, to bring balance, though, because. Yeah, I need to you know, like Jeff in my corner if something crazy come out. Oh, Aaron did this or that. Just vehemently <laughs> denied it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I mean, like that, yeah. but I mean, you know what you I mean? You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Yeah, you so I mean, that aside, the Wizards beat the Rockets without Dwight Howard. Uh, you know, is this the, they, they did they put the flex tape on the, on the, on the on the roster, like I mean, Scott Brooks did some changes to the to the starting lineups. I mean, finally made this, a coaching move. Is this you know a, a start to something new? Something that, I mean, I love how Jeff Green is playing. We've been talking about Mar- Marquise either being traded or going to the bench for a while because he's not getting the production that you would expect from a starter. And it looks like right. with him coming off the bench, he's the guy when he comes in the game. So he's been a lot more productive in these two games and they won both of them. Right. So I'm just glad and, Scott Brooks finally decided to do something. Coach him. And and if you've noticed too, like, like they'll sit wall first. And like that bench unit, like when Bill was playing with them and the way they were moving the ball and they came with, like you said, with Jeff Green coming in there and Morris coming in there, they came with like that energy and uh, that intensity and they were playing together and moving the ball. And that's what got us back in the game because I was guilty too. I know I said I wasn't going to watch it until it got above <laughs> 500, but I, but I had to tune in, you know what yeah, I mean? All y'all was yeah. All y'all was <laughs> I was It was on the TV. I saw OT and I was like, oh, this girl was up. Look, 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 look. I wore my Wizard sweatshirt today, dog. I confess. Go ahead, dog. Yeah, now that's too far. Tomorrow that joke going to be in the trash, though. Uh, uh, Eric Reed <clears throat> said he's been drug, drug tested five times in eight weeks. Is he being targeted? That's right. You already know. <laughs> Is that even a question? Yeah, he being targeted, dog. I mean, we already know. He says the league is targeting him due to his support of Colin Kaepernick, and of course, he's still kneeling. He's one of the the the, the few players that are still kneeling. Uh, you know. Even Amy, Amy uh, Lawrence, who was on earlier, talked about it on, on her show, just how the numbers are up. And like, it was just interesting hearing callers call into her show and explain why, you know, you, you'd be surprised how many people just didn't want to see like players kneeling. And now that the media is kind of like drawing that back and kind of not giving attention to it, that it seems as though the numbers are increasing. Well, the numbers the are going up. It's the way it was before it was blowing up a portion when Kaepernick was mm-hmm. doing it. He never meant, I don't think, for attention. It was something that he was just asked and they came out and then it was just kind of mm-hmm. taken to the nth degree. But 
I mean, the, like you said, you notice number one during the anthem, they don't really show it as much as they used to, like pregame, like before the game starts. Mm-hmm. And so they should have been handled from the jump. That's it. And that's and that was the problem. Before they were like purposely like show guys yeah. kneeling, have close ups. They were like bring so much attention to the whole thing purposely. And it man, them, them, them are the uh, stories and them ratings, man. Like you know yeah. that that was for everybody except the NFL. That right. was like gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Today, Hank got carpal tunnels from writing from about the jump every single day and week. <laughs> and like, that, no, we got to find something now. One of the homeboy from Houston kicked a bucket. Oh yeah, the the um the owner. The owner. Oh yeah, yeah. McNair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he had been yeah. battling cancer for a while. You know, uh, yeah, battling kneeling too. He's an idiot. Don't listen to. This. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. Well, you talk about battling. Blake Bortles battling for his, his job. Is he? I, who's, who's who's threatening him? Tell me. Who's no, they, they benched well, him, though. No. The, the, yeah, he, he, he done for the rest of the year. That's Too what they said. Yeah. They yeah. Say season over. Okay. Yeah, Next man up, dog. Yeah, they said Cody, uh, Cody Kessler. They said Kessler about to start. It's there. his team. Don't let him go out there and get a W. It's too little, too late, though. Yeah, it's too late. Late. It is. When you lose, yeah. to, you let yourself lose to the Bills at this point in the season. It's, it's yeah. way too late. So, yeah, they should have made that change a lot. I don't know why they waited so long to make that change. You, why did they wait so you long? Because you know the architect of that firsthand <laughs> and how stubborn he is. He, he yeah. was with your team before. Yeah, yeah he was. And, Tommy. Tommy, and he uh, he basically said like he he backed the decisions that they made. Um, vehemently as far as the offseason was concerned so I mean but I don't even understand why people be feeling that way like people make mistakes you could be like you know no one Nathaniel Hackett got got fired as the OC he's not the he's not the culprit it wasn't his fault Blake Bortles out there looking like but the funny thing is they they did a little uh, blind resume test and at this point last year Bortles numbers are actually a little better than they were but you know what I'm saying? But their record the is winning. Yeah, they yeah, let yeah, the result exactly. dictate. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. Too little, too late. Yeah, yeah Leonard Fournette out one game for fighting. For don't why are you wrecking with helmets on? Son? I still don't get that. That's the, Stop, that's the million dollar question, dog. You trying to break your hand? What is you doing? Yeah. Oh, you want to throw punches? Be a boxer or play hockey, dog. Don't. Not with it, man. Punch, just make sure the guy's helmet's not on his head. That, mean, <laughs> that being said, yo, the uh, punch Andre he was working because the dude tried to grab him after he fucked two of them. You know how when a bad will catch two joints and he don't want to swing no more, he just grab you so you can't hit him. That's exactly yo, great, what the dude did. Great, greatest football fight was when Andre Johnson ripped what you call his helmet off and threw them two. He tried to bury him with that with the haymakers, dog. <laughs> What was his name? The Titans cornerback. He played for the Titans. You talking about um, light skin? Ah, I know who exactly you're talking about. Had the jury curl. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. He tried to bury that Batman Finnegan over the right. And you know what's crazy? Johnson was so mild mannered. Right. So you know he snapped. He was off. So, uh, speaking of snap, uh, for the better, did y'all see Baker Mayfield? Like, 
So hold on. At the end of the game, I don't know if anybody else caught this, but that little Everybody like Everybody caught it. Yeah. He car- <laughs> no. The Bama Baker carried Hugh Jackson. Dog. He did. He did. He carried him, though. Because he it was like it was like the like oh I gotta just say what's up because he put his hand out and then he dapped up somebody else like he like looked at him and then dapped up the other Bama first. And then he like he kept his hand out. He was trying. Then, he was trying to skate off on him for real without even <laughs> reading him. Period. He did try. It, it, I'm like, you gotta know that his cameras everywhere, bro. And of course, they gonna home in on a situation like that. And he he gave him the little the soft dad. He didn't even make eye contact. Like yeah, it was a like basically. I, I don't know why there was. I, yeah. You already know there was obviously a lot of issues. I mean, you saw it from hard knocks. I mean, it yeah. was apparent that there was issues, and that that wasn't even really the player dynamic. It was just the, the coaching and the assistant coaches, that whole dynamic. So you already know behind behind closed doors, in the film room, in the room when they're doing preparation, there was probably big issues there. So obviously right. something changed because now he's playing better with him leaving. And so... Oh, way better. I mean, I get all that, D, but at the same time... You got to be held to the same standard that everybody else gets held to. Be a professional. Like, that little corny stuff he was doing in the comments he was making in the press conference, trying to lead the press to ask him, like, more in-depth stuff. Just, like, move on. Y'all won. Move on to the next team. Yeah, that part, yeah. It was corny. Yeah, but he shook his hand. Is Cam Newton put it there, something like that? You already know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, I've heard, I've heard, you know, uh, both both accounts. So I, I won't say it like the media is just making it like it's all good because I've definitely heard like he because he tried to spin it like, you know, uh, he just walked out on him like he got fired. You know what I mean? And then right. so everybody was bringing up the fact that Baker Mayfield started at Texas Tech and then he ended up at Oklahoma. So like and they're in the same conference. So it's like you're going to be feeling, but the, the the reality of it is, I think he just felt some type of way that when going back to the hard knocks, like how he job played him and saying, "Oh, you won the backup when this was the number one <laughs> overall position," <laughs> and, 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 and Hugh did say that he regretted doing that. You know what I mean? But I think it just kind of because he never really gave him a shot to be this like the starter for real from day one, and I think that's really what he's more upset about than anything. All the other stuff is just talk, but he wasn't keeping and funky I mean, he should have said that but in a crazy way i feel like that's fueled him to play to the level that he's playing like he needs to be like doubted in an yeah, underdog yeah, sure. and like you know, sure. yeah so that that i mean at hugh's expense it job boosted and made <laughs> it made baker mayfield like lock in i feel like and really want to prove people that he could do it and play I mean, the question now is just, will Greg Williams be the head coach of the Browns going forward? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like around around the league, when you look at Greg Williams, like he's not a likable personality, but he's effective. So would you I don't, keep him on as a head coach? No, I'm trying to win. If that's if football is your number one priority and you're trying to win, I think that Greg you know, Williams would you interview politics. would you interview other people? I mean, I guess you have to. You have to. You have to. But, I mean, if if, looking at it right now, I'm saying if I got to make a decision right now, he's my front runner for the job, though. He's shown to be able to handle this team, to maximize the talent on his team on offense and defense. I mean, they play 
much better since Q has left. And you can see Greg Williams stamp on the on the on the offense and defense. I, I just if to me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, just like the MVP, the story will be told. If they end up finishing strong, close to 500, then I don't think there's a way you can't bring them back. Right. If you're the Browns, because you don't just have, you know what I mean? After only having like three wins in the last two seasons, you got to right. do something. I mean, yeah. you but know. but you but you know, like you was about to get ready to say it, D. Like how much how political the game is, and how you know it's not always just about winning. I mean, on the surface, it's like yeah, I mean, he's effective, he's gonna win, but he's not that smooth, bubbly personality. Like you know, what I'm they saying? like I, that. Though. To a degree. Who's like, does the owner like that? Does the. <laughs> but you know, those kind of people, especially like those same kind of football guys, they love that old school curse, every other word, like arrogant kind of thing from people like him. Like they like that. That's endearing to them. So I don't think it's until, as much until, as. Until, until, he's, until he's cursing you I'm, out or telling right. you to shut up and sit down somewhere, <laughs> right, like get out right. my face. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I'm just not convinced that Dorsey don't want to still get his. his head coaching it you know what I mean that's my only thing because it's like yeah he obviously because the owner like Q they was willing to give him a chance but it's like I'm just not convinced that you know that like I said Dorsey don't want to get somebody else in there because he he drafted him number one so he obviously believed in his ability so he probably feel like that any coach that he's gonna hire is gonna be able to get get this out of Baker or more. It don't just have to be Greg Wood. It wasn't Hugh, but it's a reason Hugh had only won three games in three years also. So it's not like we're talking about somebody who had done great things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So And I agree with you at the same time, we also gotta keep in mind it goes back to the ego thing. Do you wanna win or do you wanna get put your stamp on the winner? And so if they end up finishing, you know what I mean, strongly I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about, but if Baker ends up finishing strong and you can't guarantee the OC is going to stay with the new head coach, do you want to keep that consistency with Baker or have him start all over again on his second year? Like to me, if he's playing really well, you got to try to leave some type of consistency there. Cause you, cause you know, having a, uh, especially the number one pick overall at quarterback and that fails, it sets your team back so many years. And so you, do you really want to break what you got so far? Oh, you Unless it's a splash drink. Like if they can get somebody Ooh. with a super big Ooh. name, Ooh. 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 his head coach from Oklahoma, somebody like the next young Sean McVay type. Oh, you're, talking about, you're talking about coach. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I could see. Yeah, but if you just go and switch it out for like a Mike McCarthy or a retread or some no name, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily worth that. Just making a move to put your stamp on. Yeah, huh? We we gonna watch it. Monday Night Football was uh, somewhat uneventful outside of the first fifteen minutes of the game. Then you know Houston just dominated, and, and Titans looked like some trash. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, throws two touchdowns, rushes for one, uh, and looks like his old self, dog. I mean, he ain't miss a beat last night. Did have a fumble though. That one long run, <laughs> the ball was moving. Yeah, Stern's yeah, orders was, came to play in that jump, dog. That was a fumble. That was a clear fumble, but but, but you know, the game was over. In my opinion, at that point, the game was. I don't think they were going to win anyways. Mm-hmm, but you know. They weren't doing anything offensively. You're right. You're right. 
Yeah, they that 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 also makes me think of how they those two calls got blown in the skins game. I'm not saying they would have won the game, but they definitely blew two huge calls in that in that oh game on Thanksgiving. Gosh, like, I hear what you're saying. We're not gonna talk about how in the Giants Eagles game at the end of the game they just tripped Odell with his legs and called. Oh it. yeah, that. Oh no, no, and on on the touchdown, the Bama held his jersey. Boy, like held, held up from the back. Yeah, yeah that, that was egregious, and they just let that go. So you know, home cooking comes into play. Stern's orders, Vegas, all that good stuff. <laughs> That's um, right. You already know. Thursday night, we got our games on to honor our games. Thursday night, New Orleans at Dallas. Dallas, you know, has has ascended to the top of the NFC East. We don't know how long they'll be able to stay. Uh, it might They're be short the lived. They're gonna win the division, man. They're gonna win it. But. But we got a seven-point spread in favor of New Orleans away at Dallas. Who y'all going with? Bang, bang. Uh, Saints. I'm gonna pick Saints Dallas. can't do no wrong. I'm going to pick Dallas. Wow. <laughs> wow. For the spread. Oh, For that spread, I'm picking Dallas. He got, no, he got, a, he got a tip on the game, though. He got a tip on it. <laughs> Who you know, son? Oh, man. Seven? Yeah. Okay. And, and they indoors too. Like Cowboys no. playing a dome as well. But their they defense up. is a lot better than what I think people are giving credit for. That Dallas. We're gonna find out how good it is though. Yeah, they let Cole put up twenty something. You might as well multiply that times three, though. Yeah, that's a fact. You, you got the three look, touchdown look, passes without without the turnovers. Right. That's true. Nah. I don't. I don't feel like the Saints. Their defense is good, but I don't know if it's. Is, you think it's better than y'all defense? Hell, because um, we can't get to the pass. Well, not we. They can't get to the pass. The Ravens can't get to the pass. <laughs> oh man! So All right. The defense off the break. All right. So you're the long ranger, D. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at Atlanta. Bang, there bang. wasn't a line out earlier when I checked. Maybe there's a line now. Uh, I would. I would anticipated it being in favor of the, the Baltimore Ravens, so I'm thinking they're probably going to be favored by like two. I'm taking one and uh, a half. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens if um, if Lamar or RG3 plays. If Flacco plays, I got the Falcons. Yeah. I, I, I you said the game is no. where? Yeah. In Atlanta. In Atlanta? Yeah. I, yeah the way I, I feel like you can't go back to Flacco oh, now. Wow. You gotta play Lamar, though. You gotta play him. The fact that hit with his and we've seen this in the recent games. His his ability to be able to run and the threat of the run has opened up so much for the from them offensively. That Flacco will never open up. 100%. Never. But if he can't run, then you can't play him because you don't want him to put a stinker out this early in his career and mess with his confidence. So if he can't be 100% Lamar Jackson, then I think you you don't play him. Yeah, well, report is Lamar Jackson will be starting again for the Ravens this week. Wow. Well, I'm going just, yeah, I'm so go, Ravens. Then. I'm going to go Baltimore. He, I'm going Baltimore. Even though Lamar Jackson is looking raw still, like in terms the confidence of confidence in the team. But... His ability, his 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 just natural ability is winning him games right now. And Ravens have a good running game and they got a good defense. So I'm I'm gonna go Baltimore on this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Baltimore too. Yeah, Baltimore. Uh, they need to keep winning. We're unanimous. The Denver Broncos 
at the Cincinnati Bengals. Denver Broncos bang, bang. has won some tough games. This is and they and they starting to they starting to show that grit. And 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 Case Keenum is looking they like start throwing, of turning it over. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, this is a game, this is a pick'em. Um, I'm going Denver though. Oh, yeah, I got I got Denver. I think I think Dalton might miss the game too. He's uh, on the yeah. island, so he's definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got Denver. Who is that? Going with them? Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Oh yeah, get him out of here. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Driscoll. Uh, so then we have Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carolina's favorite minus three and a half away at Tampa Bay. I'm going Carolina. Yeah, give me Carolina. They have to win this game. Yeah, yeah. they got to win. They really do. Yeah. So uh, Carolina lost to Seattle in the final moments. Mm. Um, I mean, it was a tough loss. That game was was a lot. Of, I mean, it was thrilling. It was thrilling from start to finish. McCaffrey um, went off. He, he had a great. McCaffrey went off. Yeah. Dog, I did, I I cannot be honest. I did not see him being this vicious. Like, see, I knew he was good, but this Bama is unreal. But if we knew he would be vicious catching the ball, but just the running between the tackles, he's got much better at this. Yeah, year. see, that's the difference. Where I think he, like you said, his catching ability has shown up, and we already knew that was going to happen. But like you said, running between the tackles is really where he's improved tremendously. I think, and so. Yeah. And I think we gotta give uh, North Turner some credit again. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, with that, sure, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, he always makes running backs run well. So we unanimous. Everybody picking Carolina. Um, Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are favorite minus four and a half at home. Buffalo coming off bye, a, bye. a win that I was the only one who picked them versus the Jags. Mind you, and uh, I think they lose this game though. I I'm think going, they come back Buffalo down. To I got Arizona. Buffalo. I yeah, got I'm Buffalo. going with Buffalo. Oh, uh, see, y'all got tricked. You know, they tricked y'all. They got you. Suck, suck y'all into the, so, the vortex. They Allen, lose. Is, Allen is a gamer though. Young, he, he is. Allen don't compete. Young, Allen is doing what basically the same thing that Lamar Jackson is doing. Just using his ability to win games. He's not throwing the ball well, but he's doing enough to win. He's using his legs when he needs to. That's it. That's all you got to do. When you, when you, when you really don't, you can't do much else. And like you said, he's balling out. In terms of that, he's not playing great, but it's enough right. for them to win games. Within context. Right, exactly. Well, but granted, Miami. I still feel his ceiling is very, very low because he played like trash in college. So I don't expect a whole lot from him in it, at this level, but we'll take it as it is right now. I, but I, I'm, I'm taking Buffalo. Nah, I'm going to take Miami on this year. I'm taking Miami. Yeah. I'm taking is, it, right. is it Miami? Yeah, it's in Miami. In Miami. Yeah. I'm still taking Buffalo. All right, Jeff? Yeah, I got Buffalo. I feel like Buffalo is going to lose one type of team. Yeah, I think so too. Rams at Detroit. Rams my, favorite my. minus nine and a half. That's away it. in right. the Motor City. Right. Detroit. Yo, we need to talk about Matthew Stafford, though. Cause he getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, do we have to though? We know what he is, man. Trash, though. Oh, that stuffer. No, Ebron over over with Indy cooking. Cooking. Okay. That bad lead all tight ends and touchdowns, dog. This bad cooking. 
He's a loser, though. Stat pad loser. Oh, uh, man. I'm definitely. This is, this is Rams all day. I, I mean, yeah, this is clearly unanimous. Yeah. And no, I can't believe it's only nine and a half. I'm thinking the spread should yeah. be. Uh, all the Marvin, uh, what's it? Marvin Jones, Jones is out, too. Yeah, he's out. No, everybody. Yeah, they going to run it up. They tying up their Timberland boots right now as we speak, though. They tying up the butters, though, to stop a mud hole in Detroit. They done. Oh, this uh, is on the teaser? That joint is money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's lock of the week. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Green Bay Packers. Bang, bang. I don't know why Green Bay Packers favorite minus fourteen and a half. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a lot. That's a lot for a team that just lost Sunday night and lost a lot. That's that many league orders, dog. So get your get your popcorn ready. They about to go on a run. I'm going Green Bay. Green Bay. 14 and a half? Good night. Arizona is just that bad to me. That's just... Yeah, they are, they like are bad. Josh Rosen. I, I really do. I think... But they going to at least compete, though. Ah, they are scored they? 10 points last week against... Uh, the Raiders. Raiders. There was a Chargers or the Raiders? There was the Chargers. It might have okay. been the Chargers. Okay. Nonetheless, I'm going Green they, Bay. Yeah, they scored ten yeah. points in the it first. It was like forty-five ten, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> was Philip, yeah, yeah Philip Rivers set an NFL record on them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, right. Green Bay and Green hey, Bay. Hey, look, we unanimous. We unanimous. <laughs> I'm going with Green Bay. Uh, Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Houston's oh, favorite minus four and a half. That's uh, I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland to cover. Houston to win. I got Houston covering and winning. I, I got Cleveland on the simple fact that Houston's coming off a Monday night game. And and I just think on a short week, this is gonna come to come to play. Come to play in this game. You know they won eight games in a row, right? Right. Yeah, and 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 and, and if the if yep. the if the quarter lands on tails eight times, it's bound to land on his, dog. Just saying. Not with the Browns at eight bound. Yeah, dog. I'm Deshaun. I gotta rock with Deshaun Watson, man, and I think, I think, uh, like, uh, you know, Watt and Clowney are getting stronger as the season has gone on. I, I got, I got rock with them. Yeah, we've been laughing at Watt, but this man must be back on, on the gummies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He off the serum, dog. He off the serum. <laughs> um, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Cleveland. I'll be the Lone Ranger on that one. It's fine. Uh, Indianapolis. Oh, okay, two and two. All right, Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh. starting Cody Kessler, five to OC. Yeah. No, no Leonard Fournette. Yeah. I'm gonna go with oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. Bang, bang. What's the spread? Four, four, four for 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 four. Jacksonville. I'm yeah. Huh? Yeah. Jacksonville's favorite. Yeah. No, Jacksonville. No, no, no. Jacksonville. Sorry, they're not. Yeah, they're they're the underdog. Oh yeah, I still got the Colts. I got Colts. I'm going with Jacksonville, though. I I just I think just the whole change, you know. You know the Colts won five in a row too. Yeah, and when the last time the Jags won a game, like it's been a minute, dog. Yeah, I think they lost seven seven in a row. (laughs) Dog, that's why I just I don't know. I just got a feeling, dog. They gonna win. Dog, I don't. It's no rationale. Okay, as long as you admit that, we good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, it's no, it's no rational, it's no rational, like, thought process behind it other than. Not at all. And and the fact that you don't got no real money on this, because there's no way, if money was involved, you would make that. No way. 
I might put ten dollars on the bad. Nah, he's swelling now. Stop it. Stop it. All right. All right. Kansas City Chiefs coming off the bye at the Oakland Raiders. Oh my Get this spread. Fifteen. That's not oh, that's Kansas nothing. City. That's nothing. That's not yeah. enough. Kansas City. Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, they gonna run it up on him, man. Unless unless we, Pat Mahomes gets hurt, Kansas City. Andy Reid off a bye. You we unanimous. We unanimous. And they lost. Andy, Re- Andy Reid off a bye? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Go ahead. Like two losses his whole career off a bye. Yeah, lock it up. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at New England. New England's favorite Bang, minus six. That's hot. Minnesota off a, off off. Well, a, New England really? don't lose at home, dog. Yeah. No, not to lose the game, but I mean to cover the six. I think that's hot. So I I think actually. You don't uh, think New England, is it prime time? What, what yeah, uh, time is the game? Yeah, that's a Sunday night drum, right? Oh. No, 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 it's the 425. It's the 425. Yeah. Okay. So, so this the so this the thing. I think that New England has glaring deficiencies on offense that they're hiding through their running game. It may be their and offensive it's, line. It's not yeah, just the so, offense; it's the defense too, though. That's they. they yeah, their defense is is low. Assess- the Jets possibly could have won the game. If they if they just weren't the could. Jets, <laughs> right. they weren't the Jets. That, that's it. So I I think Sam Donald played. So, nah, Donald didn't play. Uh, no, okay. he didn't play. Nah, yeah, yeah. he still. It was McCown. It was McCown again. So I I think it was. I I think that Minnesota just has a lot more to uh, bring to the table offensively mm. to challenge New England and mm. uh, you know. So Thielen you're picking them to win. I. I Look, Girl, so you, this I, you lost your mind. That's one thing that's not clear. That's one thing that's not clear. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Babis came back to me up. on IG. Babis came back after me on IG talking about I need to give Kirk Cousins his props and Kirk Cousins this. Did they talk to you Kirk two weeks Cousins ago? that. No, at the the end, hold on, hold on. I just want to be clear. And at they, the and end they of the day, the road. they were at home last week. Let me just say this to all the fans who want me to, to give Kirk Cousins his prop. At the end of the day, if they're eight and eight at the end of the year, ain't no props being given to nobody, dog. Can you got to win football games. Can I also mention one more thing? It's going to be 26 degrees on Sunday. Oh, New England. <laughs> New England. <laughs> New England by 30. New England. <laughs> <laughs> dog, the fact, yeah, I'm telling just you. the fact that they were in New England, dog. Like they, yeah. they was they was gonna beat them by a touchdown. Uh, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah, that's I just think saying. that New England is struggling right now, but it's kind of yeah. hidden because they're in a trash division like they always right. are. Right, and right. the uh, Minnesota's defense is starting to play more like we saw that's, this year. Yeah, they they, so, they definitely take a step yeah. forward. I always I figure New England will win, but I think that. I don't. I just think the six is high. I got you. Yeah. But now that you're saying it's 26 degrees, after that, I'm taking the picture. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be blowing on his head. Belichick got the Babas. Yeah. They practicing in a, in, a, in, a, in a refrigerator right now, dog. Getting ready for these Babas, dog. Uh, yeah. He go, you already know Kirk Cousins going to be blowing on his head. <laughs> oh. All right. San Francisco at Seattle. Seattle's favorite minus 10. We unanimous. Bang, bang. <laughs> Who gonna pick San Fran? Uh, L.A. Chargers at Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, 
It's a good game, right? Pittsburgh here. is the favorites. Bang, bang. Minus three and a half. Give me the all without all without Melvin Gordon. Oh yeah, dang, I forgot about oh, that. Austin Eckler will be I, starting at the running back position. Austin. And uh Austin Eckler. That's the running back. I still uh, You know what I want to answer I off the record. I, I knew what you were about to say. But uh right. no. I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Yeah, give me Pittsburgh. Yeah, let me get uh let me get the charges. You know, I just think that uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh you know uh Phillip Rivers, you know, he play, he having a better season than Ben, yeah. You know? And he, you know, he ain't turning that joint over like that, yeah. You know? And, and, and if you too. all know that yeah, and boast about, yeah. And if you all notice, like how this Bama in the last couple of weeks on Money Time, this Bama Connor been just skiing out, but they ain't been talking about that. They was on his gun. They was on his gun early in the year. This and that. And you know they had it. Now that Bama, uh, Lady Al Bell at home rubbing his hands together like like Birdman. <laughs> like they Birdman. were saying. You, it's no way to ever know, but on that um, read option play where he took it and threw it. That if it was Le'Veon, he probably leaves the ball and just, you know what I mean, lets him run it versus pulling that out in that situation because it wasn't open. Yeah, mm. I, I could see that. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going with the charges. Are we unanimous? Everybody going charges? No, I'm going nah, it's 2-2. Two, two. They, yeah, they took Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh, mm. out. Pittsburgh at home is tough, though. Actually... Now that ah, that joint, that's it. If you a better out there, do not bet. Do not do not bet. Yeah, you right, dog. And it's cold. Yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh. It's gonna be 57 degrees. Oh, that's not bad. That's oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's gonna be Give me Pittsburgh. I think I think the Chargers are a better team, but I think it's gonna come down to coaching, and I think the Pittsburgh has a better coach. So I'm going with Pittsburgh. You're gonna you're gonna see how much oh, Melvin yeah. Gordon means to that offense when he's not there. That's all I'm gonna say. That's that's why I think okay. they're gonna lose. Well, I'll be by myself on this. I'll be the Lone Ranger. All right. And then for the Monday night game, <laughs> we're unanimous. Washington at Philly. Philly is the, is the favorite minus six. Now, I'm not going to pick Washington on Monday night, period. I'm going with Philly. Philly's not that So, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, side note, uh, DJ Swearinger did call out yeah, he did. The players on the team for not practicing. I like that. And the walkthroughs are going hard. And so that might light a fire. Yeah, that might light a fire. But Philly still ain't out the woods yet either. So. It's prime time and Jay coaching. That's all you need to know. And last time we was in Philly, didn't they mud holers on a prime time game? I never thought they were playing. Play yeah, yeah, yeah. They might hold, hold the Giants on that on that primetime game when I told y'all they were going to lose. Yeah, dog. Now, Philly's Philly secondary gonna... is banged yeah, all the way up. Yeah, yeah, dog, that joint was... Never mind, I ain't going to... You made me relive, open up old wounds. Nonetheless, with that six spread... Uh... I'm I'm going I'm to take Washington, man. I'm going to go Philly. Oh! Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Come on, McCoy. This is the last I week. Mean, he's I mean, 
Sanchez? <laughs> hey, look, son, I, I, you know, y- y'all know how I was going on McCoy, um, but maybe like if, like you said, Aaron, like if it don't happen this week, then I, I can like count me against him for the rest of the year, yeah. You know and he saying? didn't have any practices yet with the first team until this week, because with the game being on Thursday, you only do walkthroughs that week. You don't have live practices, so he's had a week of practice. We're gonna see how he look. If he still look like he turning it over two, three times a game, then blow it up. Yeah, that's the thing about Cole. He's not looking strong right now. I, I'm going. I mean, him. he throws for more yards and touchdowns than Alex Smith already. But oh, you can't sure. have the turnovers mixed in. You just nah, can't. You can't. You can't. We're not good enough for that. Right. He was a little. You could tell his nerves was going in that Thursday Thursday game versus the Cowboys, and he finally settled in. But then he, he was just, throwing ducks too, dog. Like yeah, no dog. velocity on some of those balls. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see if it's better. I know, I know one we'll thing feel. though. You gonna keep, you keep disrespecting. I know my team ain't good, man. You know, but this is like the second time you taking us off the little, the little pick'em jump. Second time this has happened. Oh, y'all play this week? We play the Bears. Yeah, put on the list. We play the, we play the Bears, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we don't got two bye weeks in the season, do we? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Harold just finished him. You, yeah. you ain't you. You not you not picking y'all anyway, D. I, that's the that's the whole point. That's why it's an automatic one <laughs> week every week, dog. That's why I gotta have that <laughs> every week. I be telling y'all, y'all be like, nah, they gonna come. I'm like, nah. This this year been like gold for you though, like everything. And last said, year, well, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> I think they did like a. Uh, uh, I think we've been like the worst team in the NFL the last six years or seven years. The Cubs or record-wise? Just record-wise. Only oh. team that's been worse than us, I think, is the... Uh, Browns. The Browns. <laughs> I think the Browns are the only team that's been up yet. We've we been horrible. Or maybe in the last, like, 24 games. Something like that. Nonetheless, we haven't won a lot of games recently. Right. Um, so y'all on a bye. Y'all get to chill. Huh? Oh, he said they not on body. We all play the business, dog. It's the second time you've done it. Oh, wow. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) What was this number doing? What was he doing? It wasn't in the spread. It wasn't in with the spreads for the other games, dog. They just... I don't know. I guess they don't care about y'all either, dog, because they ain't put y'all spread up enough on the side. They don't care about Chicago because they are the division leader right now, aren't they? And... and, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picking Chicago anyway. Chicago's going to win the game. Play. Oh, yeah, it's no spread yet. That's probably why he didn't say it. I'm going to tell you right my, now. My, my apologies. You know, y'all were drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit with Eli, you know, on them two games, and I was trying to tell y'all. <laughs> and this is going to be so ugly. I, I can't wait, young, because it's going to look so bad against the Bears. Like, Khalil Mack is going to feast. We're going to see the difference in that old line. He gonna uh, we, we gonna see for sure, for sure. Uh, before we get out of here, like dog, Aaron, young, you might be the savant on a little dog, Bradley Bill, and and, and Lakers trade dog, Brandon Ingram and and Lonzo, or <laughs> like, can we make that happen? I mean, I, I would hate to lose Bradley Bill. Don't get it twisted. I just feel I, like Bradley, I, Bill, I love Bradley is Bill is such but, the one piece you got. That's the one piece you got, though. That's, That's it. the one piece to me you build around, in my opinion. I, I wouldn't want to get rid of Bill. That's oh, just we gotta, we got, we gotta move who we can move, though. Bama's ain't gonna be trying to take that John Wall joint. Huh? That's that's a no go, though. That's a valid point you got there. But 
that's 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 some Nikes with the air bubble busted, and you gonna <laughs> pay full price for them? Nah, dog. Or the jumps with the bubble gum sole that's like turned yellow, the clear bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it, dog. Can't do it. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna see, dog. I mean, it's still early, but it's talks out there, Bradley Bill. Yeah, he wants. He said this a lot. Yeah, he's saying that. But if something happens in the next couple weeks, then we're gonna know the truth. So I don't know. Uh, uh but nonetheless, follow us at OSS980 on uh, the other side of sports. Uh, shout out to Where's Buffy, Kendall, Earl, Dale. Shout out to Sports Reality, Jeremy John, and Matthew. Uh, shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. And she, you know, she's not on with us today, but we'll still shout her out. Shout her out anyway. Um, shout out to Ben and O's Best, kicking it with G-Man. And everybody who rocks with us, please share the show. And we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Uh, you can download our app. Uh, just type in Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about. Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?